Folks, welcome in to another edition of the Orlando Soccer Show. Gavin Eubank and Kyle Foley here, and we're ready to break down all of what just happened. Orlando City won, Tigres won. Unfortunately, Orlando City has been eliminated from the CONCACAF Champions League due to the, uh, you know, well, obviously well-liked, no one has ever said a bad thing about away goals. Uh, tonight at Explorer Stadium, uh, Kyle. First, man. First thoughts. The end of that match. What are you feeling right now? So first of all, I'd like to give something out for the first time in the history of our show, and that is a positive red card. I would like to give in in a positive red card to Oscar Pereja in honor of his red card that he got for throwing gloves at the end of the game ready to fight they are still fighting apparently outside of the locker rooms post game we're probably at this point 15 20 minutes post game recording this uh, legend has it that five years from now they will still be fighting but i appreciated his oscar's willingness to to be angry and whatever he said man i i hope someone asks him because i want to know what he said uh, but it's 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 funny because we talked about in the in the pregame show anything short of of a record setting loss was going to be fine for Orlando. Like we were we were going to be okay. Obviously a little disappointed, but we would be okay with losing to Tigres because Tigres are a good side and uh, Orlando have a lot of new players this season and there's a lot that's still gelling. And so I was you know I think we were all kind of okay with. Uh, a loss and getting eliminated but man now after watching that i'm like shoot man orlando could have won that and the second half completely belonged to orlando obviously the goal by urchin Kara was beautiful i unfortunately had it spoiled for me on twitter before it happened on the stream because that's when we were dealing with fox sports 2 bumping the game off to the fox sports app which you cannot or at least i could not access uh, on the web so um i have terrible thoughts for fox sports you and i both do kind of ruined the viewing experience of what i thought was a very good ending to that game i think it was there for orlando to take that last goal but i think at the end of the day the way orlando played in the second half obviously still dealing with issues of, of being being clinical or, or i guess not being clinical but I was, you know, I there. This I think I am feeling the best after this game that I've felt after any game so far this season. Yeah, no, I I agree with pretty much a lot of what you just said right there, um, and and we'll definitely get to that as we go on through the show. Let's start with the last mm, seven or eight minutes there, and then work our way back. So 90th minute, Urchan Kara uh, comes into the game as a 75th minute substitute. And he has his moment, maybe one of his best moments as an Orlando City player. I don't know if you can call it a bicycle kick. It's kind of like a half bicycle. Do you consider this a bicycle kick? I yeah, it's a bicycle okay, kick. Okay, yeah. I couldn't physically I couldn't physically move my body in that way. So it's a bicycle <laughs> kick. Yeah. Who am the, I who am I to judge? For the purpose of what we would be able to do, this is a full blown bicycle kick. Ninetieth minute goal. Ties it up 1-1, and suddenly, just like that, Orlando City, which needed two goals in order to be able to advance because they were down 1-0 heading into stoppage time. They equalize Urchan Kara, who we have never said a, po- a negative thing about on this show, that's for certain. Ties it up. 
Um, and then things just get more chaotic from there. 97th minute, Orlando's has been battering these chances left and right, and stoppage time is who even knows what the you know what the referees are going to do. They give five minutes, but it seems like there's a stoppage every 30 seconds. A player's going down. A couple of different uh, Orlando shouts for handballs that really weren't justified. And then in the 97th minute, Tigres has a player sent off. I believe it was a second yellow. So they're down to uh, 10 men for the last, what is probably going to be the last kick of the match. It's a free kick. Duncan McGuire gets the shot, sends it over the crossbar. And I mean, that was his golden opportunity. He could have cemented himself as an Orlando City legend in just his second game for the club right then and there. Sends it high and the referee blows the whistle. And from that moment, if you thought things were getting contentious, all hell breaks loose. Oscar Pereja charging the field. We don't know what he says You know, at this moment. Like you said, we're recording this 20 minutes or so after the game. And as you speak, there are videos popping up on Twitter of tensions still flaring into the tunnels towards the locker rooms. These teams clearly leaving every ounce of their being on the field out there. And Oscar Pereja charging out there. Oscar Pereja gets a red card in this one and that's how you know that we are in a full CONCACAF special here uh, for this Champions League game so it finishes 1-1 ultimately Orlando City I mean like I said they left every everything out there on the field um I mean pure chaos huh yes (laughs) absolutely chaotic yeah, no, but, I mean, and, and that's really the only way we can, we can describe it. And like you said, it kind of led off in about the 80th minute when we're all sitting there watching simultaneously. And with it, with like maybe a 30-second heads up, Fox FS2 comes on. The little message at the bottom of the ticker, they say, uh, I'm okay. Uh, this game's going to continue on the Fox Sports app. Bye-bye. And they just shut it off to uh, put on the one of the baseball games, the World Baseball Classic, that was currently airing on another channel. So like you said, for everyone that's watching at home, you suddenly have your, you know, you're in the middle of this game that's one nothing heading into the final moments, and now you don't really even know where to be watching. And then within 10 minutes, the game is tied. Orlando ultimately failed to get that, that they got their equalizer. They had to win the game, essentially, to move on, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, let's let's work our way back now. Let's start early in the match. I mean, Orlando came out. Both teams really were swinging. I mean, Orlando didn't necessarily have a lot of great chances in the early parts of the match. You know, they're coming out, they're pressing, they're they're playing the game that we thought that they were going to play. You know, they're on their home field, and they were not going to sit back and wait for it. Uh, Pedro Galese, big save in the ninth minute. Um, I mean, he was big all night. I mean, what did you say? He had seven saves in this one. I mean, in not just seven saves, but he had seven and several massive saves and this was a a one nothing game for most of the night and it could have easily been more if not for Pedro Galese. Yeah, I think he was really impressive. I think we talked about a little bit with with the goal that was allowed it wasn't really on him. It was obviously not ideal to allow that goal, uh, but I think it came from something Brett said too in our in our Discord server, shameless plug here, uh, which by the way also shout out to Ron who is in the Discord server, who informed us where we could find the game. It was airing on Tudin. Um, we had no way to find it, and he was able to let us all know where it was. So shout out to our man Ron in the Discord server. If you're not already in there, we will tweet it out. It's on our Twitter stuff. Find it. Join it. 
but yeah, I think it was it was Brett t- talked about it was defensive just watching and kind of aimlessly sitting there. So wasn't really a defensive error in or I mean a, a goalkeeper error in that moment. So I don't know. I was it, it's galassi has been great. We talked about that. We talked about the struggle of a team that has a goalkeeper that's having to play like that, right? You don't want things to have to be you, know, you don't want the goalkeeper to have to be doing what he's been doing over the last couple games this season. But he did them anyway. And so it was it was very helpful. I think this game could have probably been Orlando down two or three goals without for him without him mm-hmm. in some of those saves. So yeah, what a what a I mean, it turns out re-signing Galese was a pretty important move. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, in, in all of that, you can say for pretty much every game that Orlando's played this year, and that's one of the things that I've said after, like, the first couple of games is that, like, and you look back at Orlando City's offseason of everything they did, he was re-signing him was probably um, one of the top two, if not one of the biggest moves, you know, that they made this year. And at this point, I think it's safe to say, whatever he ended up getting from Orlando City because that was the big thing with him is that he wanted a pay raise. It took a while. There was a lot of talk about it, and he finally got it. Whatever Orlando paid him, who knows if that's even enough at this point. We'll find out you know, eventually in the next couple months when we see that first salary drop, but he's been phenomenal. Orlando is... Um, you know, Orlando's trying to play through, play their quick touches. They're playing through the middle. Tigres is is making that tough for them. They're not really getting a lot of service from out wide. They get their best chance of the night, uh, their first best chance of the night in the 19th minute. Um, Tigres is attacking, I'd say, about midway down Orlando's half. Cesar Arujo steps in, wins the ball back, and Orlando City begins a pretty nice slow build there. They're, they're methodical. They're looking for the right passes. Things ramp up. And next thing you know, uh, Ivan Angulo has got hit the ball in the box. He's taking on several defenders, and he gets a volleyed shot that goes maybe six inches wide of the post. That was, you know, just right there. Would have been a amazing goal. Orlando's Explorer Stadium would have erupted at that point. But almost immediately, Tigres turns right around. They run down the field, and in the 20th minute, a cross comes into the box. Uh, looked like Luca Petresto, I believe, was the closest man to Cordova on the back marker there on the back post there he's watching the ball and by the time it gets over his head he turns around he sees Cordova sitting there and he just fires a shot low to the right or low to the left of Pedro Galese really nothing that he could do about it I mean it was not necessarily the greatest goal but he struck that one hard enough that it gets past Galese one nothing Tigres you know from there Orlando they, they keep pushing away. They're doing what they're doing. And then they, right before the halftime whistle in stoppage time, they get their second best look of the night. It's a breakaway. Luca Patricio pushing towards the box, gets a cross in. It took a deflection off the defender, finds Ramiro Enrique. His shot goes straight into the chest of the goalkeeper, and it is saved. That's the halftime whistle. Uh, we go into the halftime break, one nothing. Orlando comes out in the second half, uh, and the game really changes in their favor at that point. Obviously, if you're Tigres, you have the goal. They had a couple of good opportunities, I think, because Orlando was really pushing most of their players up the field. Tigres had a couple of good one v you know two v ones, a breakaway opportunity at one point that Pedro Galese had to run out to basically midfield to kick away. But I think at that point, Orlando possession pretty much tipped into Orlando's favor. Let me see what it finished here. Ultimately, it finished 
45, 46 for uh, Orlando. So they, they get that. Shot-wise, they got three more shots on goal, seven shots total in that second half. So they really took over the game there, especially as the, the minutes round on and Tigres is bunkering, and they really just want to get out of here with a result. And that leads us back to the crazy final 10, 15 minutes of this game. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so, you know, like you said, if you're an Orlando City fan, if you're Orlando City, I don't know that there's anything negative necessarily you can take away from this game. I mean, we saw all of the first choice starters minus uh, Antonio Carlos in the lineup. And you're knocked out on away goals. That's it. You know, you you played a hell of a game across two legs. I mean, we're talking about 180 minutes of soccer going up against one of the best teams in the continent. And they held their own. And right until the very end, they almost had it. Also important to note, uh, Orlando City undefeated in CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah. And if you want to go a step further, they technically lost this, but undefeated through five games i mean they didn't lose so the rules said they lost but they didn't lose the game in terms of the the rules score. the rules did not say they lost the rules said they did not advance that's true there is a difference yep that's true um i mean no i think i think i mean you mentioned like there's nothing anyone like anyone who watched either of the two games obviously i think i think the second game was a significantly better game just from orlando's playing perspective than the first one, but man, like to go to Mexico against a team that had been, that has been one of the most dominant teams in Concacaf for the last probably 10, 15 years, and come away with a draw in both games and and score in the second and a really impressive goal from from Urchin. I mean, like this is here's how you know that this has all been good because there was a tweet sent out in support of Orlando from Matt Doyle <laughs> saying that. So here's his here's his tweet. Disappointing result, but that was a big boy series against what's been the best team in North America over the past decade. Orlando to come flying out of this and take out their frustration in the league. And this is where you know Orlando have made it when Matt Doyle is saying <laughs> the talent's there to challenge for trophies. The man whose whole brand is being Matt Doyle <laughs> and all the things that he has somewhat arguably fairly said about Orlando in the past. I mean, this was Orlando's chance to show... No, we, we really are here because the Open Cup last year, as great as it was to have that win, it was a win against the USL side. And I think there's a lot of people that are going to hold that against Orlando, even though you can only play the teams in front of you. We've talked about that on the show before. Like There are a lot of people that say that the path to the final in that was, was probably one of the weaker paths and whatever, but man, Orlando, actually good, question mark? <laughs> Yeah, and that was something that I was going to bring up to you, kind of. So if you're Orlando looking out from here, like I said, against Tigres, they played maybe one of their best games, especially in that second half of Tigres. Offensively, they played their best game that we had seen so far. And then if you look at the offensive play tonight, yes, they didn't score a goal, and there's still a lot of kind of those final touches lacking in the execution. But they got two of their best chances that we've seen in, in any of the games that they've played so far this year. I mean, when you look at the players on the field, it's very clear that it's that there's a lot of potential in what this group can accomplish. And now we talk about how much they clearly showed that they wanted it 
especially based on the end of that game and, and the passion and the fight that they had in them, it is definitely hard to look at this and say that they're not going to take away what they're not going to bring that, you know, just like Doyle said, they're going to take this and they have unfinished business now, you know, now that the game, now that champions league is over, it's back, you know, all of this energy, all of the resources, it will now go directly back into major league soccer, you know, starting me, you know, this Saturday against Charlotte FC, um, you know, not that granted, we probably won't see that full lineup. You might see a couple of these guys rest because, you know, this was a pretty demanding series. It's been a very demanding first couple of weeks of the season, but there is certainly a lot to build on here. Um, and I don't think anyone can say otherwise from this. Yeah. So you asked at the beginning, you know, how am I feeling? Feeling pretty good. How are you feeling? Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I think before this series started, I didn't have, if I would have had to put a percentage on how much I would have thought Orlando would have gotten out of this, I probably would have had it at 20% or lower. And obviously they really kind of stunned us in that first leg, you know, away at Tigres. And after this tonight, I mean, I... I haven't seen anything, and obviously it's early in the season. This is only the fifth game of the year. So, you know, when you kind of look at, like, you t- you look at the results so far and you say, all right, you know, all of the circumstances being what they are, I th- there's a long way to go in this season. They have a lot more games still to be played across MLS, you Open Cup, and Leagues Cup. There is a lot of opportunity to for this team to get better, to grow together, to, to start to gel and I don't think it's anywhere close to the potential of what it can be. I'm feeling good about what Orlando City Soccer is going to look like this year. Yeah. I will, I will give another shout-out to Discord Ron, as I will now be calling him, <laughs> uh, who said, the treble is still on for Orlando, and that is absolutely correct. The treble is still on, and we will accept nothing less unless something less happens, in which case we will also accept it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, that's you know, there's. I feel in... weird. I feel I I feel weird that I just finished an Orlando City game and I don't feel miserably depressed like I have after the last couple games. Yeah, it's a good which like we knew we knew that it was gonna start to click and we started to see it in the second half today and now it's just like, all right, let's just hope that it continues to get better. But yep, optimism, and I think optimism that's based in reality which has been rare as an Orlando city fan up until the last two years. So yeah. No. And I mean, and, and, you know, one of the things that we talked about obviously on the full Orlando soccer show this past week is that, you know, when you think about these, these games so far, every single game has had wildly different lineups from one to the next. So, I mean, just in terms of like consistency and these guys getting a chance to actually play meaningful games, meaningful minutes together, they've been few and far between almost at this point. And now you get Charlotte this weekend. You get Philadelphia the week after. So, you know, now they go back to having regular Saturday games every week. Um, Then Nashville. And then you get a week off. If they had advanced, they would have played the first leg in between uh, Nashville and Minnesota, which would have been a two-week break or a two-week in-between games. So that would have added even more congestion, you know, even more tough congestion and what would have been your regular rest. So, I mean, like I said, 
now all focus can shift back to Major League Soccer and this team can start to show the league what it is built for. Yeah. All right. We have gone now for about 21 minutes. Um, let's let's wrap this game up here. Anything anything else stand out to you? Any players stand out to you? Um, I thought I thought Arujo was pretty good. Uh, Petresa wasn't bad. Um, I mean, you know, it's tough to say obviously because things were pretty chaotic there in that second half. But I thought there were some good performances out there. Obviously, Galese is probably the man of the match. I think we can go ahead and give Galese just Orlando City player of the season for the season. <laughs> and then I think obviously, I, I think Urgent Carr getting on the score sheet was big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely big. And you wonder what that's going to do for his confidence, as, and especially for Oscar's confidence in terms of, you know, is this is this a guy that I want to keep playing? And you go out there and you do something like that. I mean, how do you not say, like, holy cow, like this guy does have it, you know? And, and certainly he, I, would think that he showed two Orlando City fans that he's still capable of doing something out there. Um, let's see here. Um, popping through the stats here. Who scored doesn't really have the breakdown stuff that I like to look at. Well, um, no one else really stands out. Like I said, Petresso, a couple of tackles, a couple of key passes. I thought he had a good game out there. At left back... Antonio Carlos on the bench didn't play. I would wondering if we might see him this weekend against Charlotte. That would be a good opportunity to get his season debut. Um, all right. You feel confident uh, wrapping this one up? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna go heckle Austin to get us some video of the Fight Club going on. <laughs> yeah. No, they've uh, they've been posting. I've been seeing a bunch of videos. I haven't been able to watch them because obviously we're sitting here talking. But there's. Uh, God, it, yeah, it would be it would be super rude and unprofessional to be watching those while we were recording. This. Oh, of course, we are we are a very professional podcast here. That's why we came on almost immediately after with very little prep, and we're doing a lot of this on the fly. So, um, which you know, granted, it seems like Fox Sports does a lot of that too. So, it is what it is. That's that is true. <laughs> uh, well, right. for Kyle Foley, I'm Gavin. We're, feel, we're, we're feeling good. Yep, this is uh, we're feeling good. This is a very, uh, it's a very awkward ending. This is a nice little like you know when you got to leave a, a function that you were invited to, but you didn't want to be there in the first place, so you don't want to leave too quickly to make people feel like you don't want to be there. That's what this is right now. Yeah, no, uh, about twenty minutes before the whistle, I was. I mean, like I told you, I've been up since almost three o'clock this morning. I am exhausted. That game was getting extremely boring in the second half, uh, to the point where I really just wanted to pass out and not do this but they gave us quite a bit to talk about there so that put a lot of that put an extra pep in my step it was like a uh, like a five-hour energy boost uh, a CONCACAF five-hour energy boost right there and that's what CONCACAF's good for the Champions League it takes your you know it can rip your heart out but listen it 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 provides great content all the time And so then we'll leave it there at that. CONCACAF special. <laughs> Orlando won. Tigers like... won. We'll look I'm forward. I'm so sorry to anybody still listening. Yeah. <sighs> this, is what well, when, this is what happens when Austin lets us do things on our own. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. 
let's uh let's leave it there we'll talk to you guys later bye bye